There's nothing else you need. If, you, if you've got this 150 quid, that's it, you can move in. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Property Press Awards. Hello, guys. I wanted to... Um, I've just done my first uh, live BBC radio interview. Uh, I wasn't able to record it as it happened, but I've got it lined up on iPlayer. I wanted to just get a video of it. Uh, uh, so this is the first time I've heard it. I've just recorded it. Um, so I get them up on the screen and let's just see how it went. Um, so I'm going to be a live reaction to my own interview. <laughs> I was I was like surprisingly nervous about this actually, but um, let's just see what happens. At Waterloo Road, our standards of education are exempt. No. no. Is a good one in which to buy a new home or not. Well, Charlie Lambden grew up in Sussex, is the founder of Best Agent and presenter of Moving Home with Charlie. As you might guess, he's passionate about uncovering the truth and how the property market functions, and I'm pleased to say joins us on the line. Hi there, Charlie. Hello, Mike. How are you? Yeah, very well. Bit of us, bit of this kind of bug thing that's going around with the old throat, but otherwise very good. Trust to find you well, and happy new year as well. Um, property market. Um, it's been in the news an awful lot at the moment. Of course, all to do with the state of um, finances as well. Just where are we at at the start of twenty twenty three? We are at the start of what's going to be one of the most difficult years for moving house, whether you are a buyer or seller. Because uh, ignoring what prices are doing, there's an awful lot of turmoil, uh, not only in the mortgage market because of fluctuations in interest rates, but the conveyancing market, which can derail a sale once you've got it agreed. If the conveyancing doesn't work, that industry is having its own sort of mini meltdown at the moment. So it doesn't mean it's not a. It doesn't mean you shouldn't move. I mean, if you need to move home, you should move home. And, and my mantra to all my followers is always buy now. If you're buying a home, just don't overpay. Now, the, the don't overpay message is much more important than usual now because in a, a market where prices are falling, as we've now had confirmation from the Halifax and Nationwide that four months in a row of house price falls, the risk for buyers, especially first-time buyers if you've got a large mortgage, is that you end up in negative equity, which is a nightmare if you then need to... Uh, uh, for two reasons. First of all, if you're in negative equity and you need to move again, you can't. Yes, you can sit there and ride out... The, the fall in prices until prices come back up at some point in the future. But the worst nightmare is if for any reason you can't afford your mortgage, maybe you've lost your job, unfortunately, or something, and your house is in negative equity, then, then you're at risk of losing your home. And even if that doesn't happen to a very large percentage of people, it, it's, it's an awful thing to happen to anyone. It's, it's a very tough thing to, 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 uh, to deal with. So, so, so buy now, just don't overpay. Now, okay, what does not overpay mean? Well, that's very different in the falling market, especially when the falls vary regionally and the price falls and how far they're falling and when they're falling changes depending on what level of the market you're at. But I tend to address mostly what I call the mainstream market. So not the high-end stuff, but, but the everyday uh, property transactions of the, the people, the, the, the volume end of the market are moving house. And... Um, uh, if, you, if, you, if you're okay, Mike, I've got a couple of tips for people who are thinking of, of buying, and then I've got a couple of people, uh, tips for people who are thinking of selling. Yeah, no, ab absolutely. I mean, maybe just before we come on to some sort of do's and don'ts and, 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 and the tips, I mean, we've all seen shows like Location, Location, Location on TV. We've all seen the sort of very grand design-type programs as well. I mean, a, a lot of people looking to get on the property mo uh, ladder, Charlie, are simply wanting to get a, a home at the moment, something that they, they, they can live in. What is the state of just actually getting that first home? Well, 
Um, I mean, for anyone who's been trying to do that in the last couple of years, you'll know that it's been close to impossible for a lot of people, even if you had your deposit and your mortgage lined up. You, you know, I, I've heard endless stories. But just so you know, my, my, my aim is a, is a home for everyone. So I couldn't agree with you more. I'm not here to talk to investors or people like that. I'm purely here to help people who want to find a home to live in it. So I, I don't do anything to do with investments. So in some respects this year, it's going to get a bit easier for movers because affordability is improving. Um, there's a bit less competition for buyers now for, for a number of reasons. Um, but at the moment right now, we are witnessing uh, a bit of a Mexican standoff uh, between sellers and buyers um, because the, the increase in mortgage interest rates meant that the same buyer before interest rates went up could have borrowed X and now they can borrow X minus 20%. So through no fault of theirs and with no change in their circumstances, the actual budget they've got to buy a house now has reduced. So it's not that they don't want to pay sellers asking prices, it's that they no longer can um, if, they're, if they're doing it with mortgage funding. And of course, their lender will ensure that whatever property they're buying isn't overpriced. So, but, but because there is a six month time lag in reporting of house prices, you know, we don't get final confirmation of exactly what price a house sold for, for something like six months after the transaction was agreed, um, because that's just how long it takes the ONS to, to report it. It makes it extremely difficult for people to know what's happening at the coalface of transactions today, when we're only seeing prices reported for, for a few months ago, and those deals were agreed months earlier, if that makes sense. So there's a, there is this standoff between buyers and sellers at the moment, which is making it perhaps harder to get deals agreed. And there's a lot more property coming in the market, um, and, 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 and sellers who are pricing realistically are still able to sell quickly, which means that first-time buyers who've got their, their, their ducks in a row are able to buy now. Um, but the usual and everybody knows it's a very stressful process of moving house. In 2023, unfortunately, it's going to be even more stressful than usual because of the additional uncertainty of the economy, of the mortgage market, of uh, uh, value, mortgage lenders' valuations potentially downvaluing properties, and then, of course, the, the conveyancing uh, industry going through mm. problems of its own. So um, to answer your question, uh, where, where, do they, you know, where does a first-time home buyer stand? I mean, there are some things that are better news and some things that are worse news, but it's going to be even trickier than usual to get a transaction over the line, even once it's agreed this year. But, you know, if you're proceedable, if you've got your mortgage uh, in principle lined up and you've got your proof of deposit fund and, and you're presenting yourself to estate agents as a serious buyer, um, they're very, very keen to talk to you right now. So what, what, what they don't, what they're not as keen for is to talk to people who go, oh, I think I'm a first-time buyer, I think I can afford something, and they haven't really done the research. But if you're well-researched and well-prepared, you've got a mortgage in principle lined up, and perhaps even got your conveyancer ready, that's a signal to an estate agent of the house you're trying to buy that you're serious and proceedable, and, and, and they will want to talk to you. Just, just out of interest, are first-time buyers having to put down an even larger deposit where um, mortgage lenders are going to be lending less money? I mean, you, you said 20% less money in general. Yeah, I mean, that was a, an approximate figure, just to, to give you an idea that, that at, at the sort of first-time buyer level, the amount being offered by lenders has reduced. Um, I can't answer whether or not they're putting down larger deposits or not, because in every single case, it's personal and unique. So only a mortgage broker could, could advise an individual. But, but what I can say is that there are fewer products being offered at 5% 
deposit and 10% deposit. But if you've got a 20 or 25% deposit, then it's still quite easy to get a mortgage. But it is a bit harder than it was before. Um, The the mortgage market is going through some changes, and and roughly speaking, about half the number of products on the market at the moment there were a year ago. And most of the ones that have been pulled off are the the lower value ones, but they are still there. So the most important thing is to to find a whole of market mortgage broker. I'm not a mortgage broker, but uh, that's what I'd be doing if I was a first-time buyer. I'd be talking to an independent mortgage broker who who, who can arrange a mortgage with the entire mortgage marketplace. Because by doing that, you increase your chances to the maximum possible of finding a lender that will lend you what you need Chat to get the sense. Good tip, good tip. Uh, you mentioned some other sort of tips and tricks uh, a short moment ago. Um, give, give us sort of one or two to leave us with today. Okay. So um, if you are in a position where you need to buy a home and you want to buy a home, you don't care the house prices are falling, which is, I know a lot of people in that position, um, but you also don't want to overpay. Because of the reporting time lag between house prices and what's happening today, the only way to know for sure what's happening with house prices in the market that you want to buy into is to be out viewing properties with agents. Even if you think they're slightly overpriced, even if you're not sure it's the right one for you, because by being out viewing properties with agents, you'll be on the agent's radar as a serious buyer who's investing time. And when the ideal home does come along with a very motivated seller, you'll be in the right place at the right time to actually be able to make an offer that gets accepted. So be out viewing. So get prepared with your mortgage, be out there viewing, get to know the estate agents, and you will be at the front of the queue for the, for the, for, you know, when, the when the bargains arrive and when the, the serious sellers want to take an offer. That's my first tip. Okay, another one on the way? Um, when you get to a property that you like and you want to make an offer on it, my advice is to never make the offer to the agent verbally in person or over the phone because you, especially if you're a first-time buyer, these guys are professionals and, and they can quite quickly, if they're good, manipulate you into in perhaps offering more than you wanted to. It's, so always go home. Don't give away how much you like the property. Go home, think about it, sleep on it, and then send your offer by email the next day. And don't, try and, don't do a cheeky low offer because then you won't be taken seriously in future, but do not offer more than you're comfortable offering. Send your offer by email and sit back and wait. Don't be surprised to have it rejected immediately. What they'll often do is come back 48 hours later and say, actually, we want to talk to you. So make your offer by email. Don't do it over the phone or in person and, and wait at least one day until you've seen the property so that they don't catch you, on the, you, know, catch you off, off guard, if, if that makes sense. Well, Charlie, thank you for sharing your tips uh, on the property market this afternoon. Very much appreciated. And I think 2023 is certainly going to, going to be an interesting one for both buyers and sellers. So it'd be good to catch up again some point later on in the year. For now, have a great weekend. Property expert Charlie Lambden joining us for our sound advice this afternoon. BBC Radio Sussex. Travel. Well, I don't think that was too bad for my first one, was it? It's amazing how fast the time goes. I had a whole much, a whole bunch more I wanted to say, uh, especially for sellers. Didn't even get to the seller stuff, did I? Um, because what I would have said to sellers is, remember that all agents are not the same, so don't just sign up with a cheap agent. Talk to as many as you can. Disregard the marketing guff. Talk to the individuals. Number three, do not sign a long sole agency lock-in. Number four, when you have chosen an agent, work with them and support them, help them in their job. Don't don't uh, work against them, which a lot of people do unwittingly. Um, and make sure that you work with your agent to price your property correctly so that you price it just below the market and then you'll get competing bidders and you'll get a quick sale at the best price you can. If you just get a bit hopeful with your price, you'll always be chasing the market down. So that's what I would have said. Anyway, it's nice to have on record my first live broadcast interview. Cool. That was exciting.
I'm actually quite nervous about it. Thanks, guys. See you on the next one. Bye-bye.